0: Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Julie. I'm your host, Rhonda Holman, with my super awesome, special, and amazing co-host, Julie Varney. We're both dental assistants in the world who maybe aren't experts, but we sure are old. And what we're doing is we're going online, and we're looking at posts from other dental assistants in these Facebook groups that are dealing with situations, whether it be with coworkers, with their dentists, With just our career field in general, we're dissecting them, pulling out those pearls, and helping you get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Well, hi, Julie. Happy hump day. Happy hump day, Rhonda. How are you? I'm great. I'm super excited. Um, You know, Christmas is coming, and I'm finally thinking I'm getting into the spirit actually don't mind the music now, and we've got our tree up, so (laughs) it's Christmas spirit full blast. Yeah, I think think I'm drinking the Kool-Aid now. What about you? What are you up to? Oh, you know, just plugging along in the snowy season, and yes, I think I'm starting to get that whole Christmas vibe, because it'll be here and gone before we know it, so might as well enjoy it, right? Right, yes. Embrace it. (laughs) Embrace it as much as we can. Jingle all the way. (laughs) Ho, ho, ho. (laughs) You know, what's really funny is today, so I've recently mastered a really cool thing with my mouth where I can hum whistle. So uh, because I had, I was in the spirit today of Christmas, I was trying to figure out how to hum whistle certain Christmas songs. It was really interesting. Hum I whistle. Did, so, yeah. show yeah. us an example of hum whistling. Okay. Okay. Now I'm going to get stage fright. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've never heard of hum whistling. Oh, yes. So it's it's you know it's it's very rare. Uh, you know, only a select few people can actually do it. Okay. Um, yeah. So hang on. It'll come to me. <laughs> <laughs> See, I have lots of talents. Isn't this shocking? All right. can you hear it? I can hear mm-hmm. it <laughs> It sounds like hum whistling. It is exactly what it is. It's like humming and whistling yeah. mo whistling we'll call it mo whistling <laughs> It doesn't really take much to music. The favorite part about my hum whistle when i when I discovered my talent <laughs> i uh. I recorded a snippet and I sent it to everybody in the office by accident. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) And they probably thought you were crazy. Yes, until they started challenging me at work and it became this competitive thing. And, you know, just a lot of anxiety came with it. (laughs) (laughs) To perfect my hum whistling today. Lesson number one. <laughs> I, you know what? I will record a segment just for you, and I'll send it to you <laughs> when I don't have. fun so you're home whistling. Night. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> You'll get over it. You'll be fine. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll be a seasoned vet in no time. That's right. <laughs> You'll be having home whistling classes everywhere. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I'll make T-shirts and hats, and you know, there you go. Start, like a little cult, if you will. <laughs> That's right. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Okay. Oh, I guess we let's go ahead and tackle some posts. Shall we? Shall we? Shall we? Let's do it. So this week is from dental assistants worldwide. So our office received two baskets from an ortho office down the street. And tell me why I'm so shocked that my doctor just yoinked the unopened basket and said, you guys should have opened the bigger basket. I'm going to take this one and left the break room with the basket. My face dropped. (laughs) That is not a first I've heard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, it's really tricky, Julie. You know, unfortunately, dentists are humans too. Mm -hmm. um, Some of them are very frugal. And when it comes to holidays and office, baskets sometimes they don't think of it as hey this basket of goodies is for you and your team right they they read that invisible note that says hey this is for just the dentist (laughs) yeah your 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 team had no part in referring that patient Mm -mm. to my practice not so whatsoever (laughs) that's you know that's the way probably this assistant felt like hey we had part in this too Whether we took the x-rays or wrote the referral or talked to the doctor on the phone, it's a team effort to refer out to practices. And it probably should be shared as an office as a whole, not just scooped up and taken home. Yeah. And it hurts. I mean, right? it just, it hurts the morale of the team. It makes you feel segregated from your coach, you know, and it's just, it's, um, It happens, you know, she obviously has a sense of humor about it because she wasn't expecting any different. (laughs) Right. But uh, yeah, it still sucks because it really, it kind of puts you in your place and makes you feel, you know, it takes whatever encouragement that you've gotten from your doctor, as far as carrying the team mentality, it kind of takes it back, you know, like it just, it makes you feel like your staff again yes and that you're an infection yeah and not a team oh I like that that's right well yes we're a team we're not a staff that staff's infection so my good friend taught me that but pointed that it's, out to me well it's very descriptive and it just shows you that that, that I mean there's something right. be good, especially in the dental office like you have to have a team because no one no one person can tackle all of the different segments of that mm-hmm. patient's appointment. Like there's not, it's not possible. <laughs> no, it's not. And at this time of year, it's, it's, we should be showing appreciation and, and giving back to others, you know, but maybe, you know, maybe on the defense of the doctor, he didn't think anything of it. He was just, you know what I mean? He didn't stop to think it was just in his manner, you know, mannerisms. And maybe now he's home with the basket looking at it going. Gosh, I should have shared this with my team. Yeah, or maybe not. I mean, yeah, maybe not. It, well, it can't be. Okay, so here's where I see this happen a lot: is if mm-hmm. there's a dentist and they have high turnover rates in their office. Um, either they have bad pickers when it comes to hiring their team, or they maybe just don't have, um, you know, leadership skills, and they don't appreciate the team's contributions, you know, like they just, they're not there. They haven't, it hasn't clicked for them yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. No. And like I said, I don't, you know, I worked in a general practice. So, I mean, we didn't give gifts to other dentists cause we didn't have a lot of people, dentists that referred to us cause we're a general dentist, but you know, it's the thing to do, um, for your referring doctors is to give gifts or hold parties and Like I said, I think it's a team effort, you know, from the front desk to the back that we refer these patients over to the, you know, to the specialty doctors. So, yeah, good points. Good points. Mm -hmm. So what do you have for us? Okay, so I had to pick one. It's kind of short, but it's one of my favorite things in the whole world to do. Okay, so I got this one off of Dental Assistance Worldwide Group, and it is. What's the best way to pack cord? I feel like I just can't get it for ish. <laughs> oh hmm. you poor thing. You know what? I see, I just I absolutely love packing cord. It is my it's one of my top two favorite things to do in the office. So what do you recommend? Um, whether it's an instrument, a type of cord, a technique. Yes. Okay, so first you only pack cord around margins that are at the gingival margin at the gingival height of contour, the CEJ. Okay. Because right? why do we need cord, Julie? To move the tissue away from the margin. Right. So we can get a good impression. So if the margin's high and tight, would you need a cord there? No. no. Okay. So this is what I see a lot of, uh, a lot of dentists or dental assistants that are just starting out, learning how to pack cord, or maybe they did it in, in school but they they haven't done it in the real world yet they just take a cord that complete, completely circumferences the tooth like it you know and they just pack all the way around it but you don't have to i mean the whole idea about cord is just for the parts of the tooth that have their margin right at the gum line um so i'm a huge fan of you know like Ultradin has some amazing cord uh, and then I put a little hemostatic agent. I mean, you, you don't even have to, like, there's like a gazillion different types of like astringent. It was what I started with.
1: Right. And, mm-hmm. uh, I
0: liked it. And then I liked it when they went clear. Um, but the whole idea is to saturate the cord, but then take a two by two and dab off the excess because the wetter that cord is, then the harder it is to maneuver around the tissues and get it to actually retain underneath the tissue. Um, and I, I really think that it's super important for a really dry field because if that gum is dehydrated, it's going to marry much better with the cord as far as once you tuck it down, getting it to stay. Right. And so I, you know, I, I've tried all the fancy instruments. Um, but I'm, I, I always go back to the IPC. I'm a huge fan of it because it's nice and thin and I feel like I can, you know, as far as folk roaming and I can get a good finger feel to when I get down into the tissue and I, I know I'm not too far, but I'm I'm in there just enough to retain that cord. Uh, Let's see. Oh, you know, a lot of people like to start interproximal, but eh, I'm kind of like, I'd like to start just a buckle or, okay. yeah, I know it's crazy, right? <laughs> I usually start on the outside. Yeah. Because I feel like you have a more, a better working area. But, and you can, you know, kind of, I don't know, see more of what you're doing. And, it, but, you know, I like the distal buckle too, because then you can just wrap it around. yeah And then, yeah, I just swing around and you know, like a lot of times now, luckily, like we do CERC technology. So, um, a lot of the times our margins are really high except in an a proximal. And if that situation comes up, I only use a, a small piece of cord. That's just the length from the, from the buckle to the lingual. And uh, I just pack that single cord in approximately, but I don't wrap around the lingual or the buckle if it's not needed, you know? Right. But yeah. Now, what do you think about using like the agents that expand away from the sulcus so you can see the mar- margins like an expasil type yes. with a compra cap yeah, oh. instead of using the cord, yeah, yeah, which is a lot easy. Well, expasil is not as easy to place as some of the other ones that might be out there, but. Um, there is a technique to it. Um, but it does eliminate maybe the the struggle that assistants might have with the cord packing because you can just squeeze it around, put the cap or cap, bite it, rinse it, wash it, dry it, and then it's all expanded away from the, the margin, yeah, right? I mean it's it's super awesome as like because it dehydrates the tissue. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because when Traxident first came out, you know, it's an ultra product. I actually mm-hmm. talked to one of the representatives and I'm like, dude. I'm like, I love your cord. I love the traxident. How about you marry the two and make a genius, like, you know, this beautiful product that has traxident inside the cord. Mm. So, listen, so when you're going to place the cord, you know, it automatically helps to retract the the gingiva. But uh, alas, he took it back to the research department and they said that the Ultradent would dry up. If it was placed inside the cord, oh, ah, I was like, Are you kidding me? It's like, This is, I was gonna make a gazillion dollars. (laughs) Well, and I guess that's why they don't put astringent in the cord first before you place it. They play, they have some type of hemostatic, but it's not wet. Yeah, when you place it, it's dry. So, yeah, yeah. You know, and actually. We'll, we'll come up with some inventive I know, right? idea someday. Oh, man. I've got a whole <laughs> book of them. You know, half of them have already been invented, but I just haven't figured that out. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's, we're always thinking. Yeah, it's always thinking. I was listening to Dental Hacks um, a couple of weeks ago, and they had one of their, um, I think it was, what do they call it? The Clinical Hack of the Week. And there was a doctor mm-hmm. who was actually using Blue Mousse. So what he would do is he'd prep the tooth, he'd take like a blue moose bite almost, and then he'd place the uh, Traxedin or or whatever dehydrating agent he wanted to around the the sulcus and then have the patient bite back down on the blue moose. So it was like a comp cap, but it was custom. So it was really cool. I was like, well, that's genius. Hmm. You know, especially if you're comp caps and then, you know, it's, it's contoured to that specific prep. Like I thought it was smart. That is kind of smart. I think that's smart. I don't know how much time it costs and how much Blue Moose costs, but I mean, if you make it time efficient and cost effective, we're great. Yeah. Yeah. More people. We're great. <laughs> More people. That way you don't have to manage tissues or bring out the electrosurge. <laughs> or just struggle packing cord. I know. Oh, and, you know, tearing up those people's tissue for no reason. You know, and I, I mm-hmm. always fall back to this. Hey, dental assistants, if you are struggling, ask for help. yes there is no shame in it whatsoever like we like Julie and I have all we've all been there but the last thing you need to do is sit in that room trying to push cord around a tooth and it's not happening and you're just making it you know get extremely irritated you're damaging the CEJ and like this poor patient ends up having to get a boost of anesthetic because you didn't want to ask for help Yep, I'd have to agree with you there. I'd have to agree with you there. But yeah, so I'm, a, and you know, there's lots of schools on thought, especially with tissue management. Um, you know, a mm-hmm. lot of us are working with doctors that are using lasers now. You know, a lot of doctors actually don't put the margins near the gum lines if they can avoid it. Oh, um, I've seen yeah. that. And and it's, it's, it's a nice prep, and especially if you're doing an all porcelain, and you pick the right shade, you can't even tell where the margin ends and the crown starts. Yeah. So it's very flawless and seamless. So it's come a long way. Yeah. And it's a, you lot, see, you know. a lot better because like more dentists are trying to be conservative. Yeah, Which is cool. It's very cool. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. All right, Julie. Well, we've tackled Great. our two posts. And uh, you know what? I want you, before we sign off here, I want you mm-hmm. to tell the world about this really awesome website that went live last week. Oh, so now our Dental Assistant Rock website, dentalassistantsrock.com, or yeah, dentalassistantsrock.com went live, um, and we're building it, right? We're building it as we go. Um, It will have our podcast on it. It will have blogs by you, by John. It has Teresa's and the Dental Assistant Worldwide um, Etsy shop on there that they can go to so they can find and purchase products. So we're just kind of all coming together just to have a good solid community out there for dental assistants that rock. So (laughs) if any, if anybody has any suggestions or if they would like to, you know, throw us questions or, um, check out the Etsy shop, have at it. That is awesome. I am so excited. Like it is. I mean, it's it's work in progress, it's, right? It's so cool because we're at ground zero. I mean, as far as like the evolution of having uh resources for dental assistance, like this is this is a big deal and like I'm super proud of you. Oh, well, we are all in this together. So we're all in it together. All right. And we well, can all come come together. That's the way it should be. Okay. That's Period right. and dot. No chewing each other's head <laughs> off. Don't be mean band together so we can all do better and be better. That's right. (laughs) All right, Julie, you have a great rest of your week. Yes, you too. uh, And let's get over the hump. Let's get over the hump and closer to Christmas. Absolutely. Okay. (laughs) We'll talk to you next week. All right. Talk to you soon. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Julie. We are banding together to do better and be better. And that includes dental assistants getting over the hump of the week Wednesday. If you guys have any humps of your own that you need help with, feel free to reach out to us. DA Rockstars has a Facebook page, you can message through there. Dental Assistants Rock has a website, you can get to us through there as well. Here's the deal. There are no humps too small or too big that Julie and I aren't ready to tackle. So until next week, happy hump day.